Welcome to C's for Creepy. My name is Elise. And my name's Courtney. Join us every week as we discuss our favorite true crime and paranormal stories. From A to Z. Welcome to an edition of our Nocturnal Novellas. Episode 11. It's crazy to think that next month will be our 12th episode, which means we've been doing this for almost an entire year. Yeah, because our first episode came out at the very beginning of March, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Right? (laughs) So thank you to everybody for all of the support you guys have shown us over the last year of us trying to get our ducks in a row (laughs) to try and make this podcast. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate all of the support that we've seen with our season two premiere on January 10th. So thank you so much to everybody. We really appreciated it. Yes. Yeah, we did. Um, We want to keep seeing those views uh people leaving reviews yes and please follow us on our social medias c's for creepy on instagram and facebook we also have a website that you can submit your um your stories to Mm -hmm. so please do that yes absolutely all right let's uh get it started courtney what's your first nocturnal novella today i would like to talk about the hantu tetic what is that um, her name is most commonly translated to breast ghost. Okay. A titty specter, if you a will. Titty specter. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you may have guessed, these female spirits have an impossibly large bosom. Okay. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> yeah. And their entire presence is to float around, smothering attractive and masculine young men with their ectoplasmic unfun bags. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's amazing. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yep. And while many of you may think it isn't such a bad way to go, I would not suggest summoning her yet. I mean, um, it definitely would be a supernatural way to go. It would be. She is said to be a hideously obese hag with a triple Z breast size attached to her back like a hunch. Oh my god. It seems that Hantu Tetic has been appropriated in Malaysia as a boogeyman story to keep children in line. Okay. As a version of the story, has the ghost hunting down kids who stray too far or stay out too late and wrapping them up in her boobs so nobody will ever find them. <laughs> the back boob. Some wonderful <laughs> alternative names I came across for her were the Titty Spectre, Ooh, Booby Phantom, <laughs> and Gazongular Apparition. Well, she needs a Hakuna Hurtadas, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yep, so that is the uh, the folklore of Hantu Tetic. That, that's amazing. That was really great. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a good giggle, so I felt everybody else needed one. I love that. I love that a lot. You know what? I would love to have such large boobs that there was a folklore boogeyman made from it. I would not want them on my back, though. I feel like it'd be better on your than on your front, though. Because then, like, you wouldn't have as many back problems. Yeah, but then it's the opposite problem. You'd have chest pains from trying to support those. Like, you'd be like... It'd be like <sighs> a backpack. 
I know. <laughs> Unless there's like a like that booby pack. Could you imagine trying to lug around Zed's like the weight alone? Like there's no strap for that. No, you need like a child carrier Almost. on your back. Like <laughs> one for each booby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your next story? So I'm going in a super different direction. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I am going from an event in history. Um, so on this day in history, like I like to do from time to time. So when this bonus episode comes out it is going to be january 27th so in the year of our lord 1606 this event took place on january 7th and that is the trial of for the members of the gunpowder treason plot okay okay the plot was to blow up the house of lords in london england on november 5th along with the intent to assassinate King James I, as well as a number of other important members of the court. That was not how I seen that going. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, now the history behind why this plot was concocted is, is just extremely long. It's pretty, it's not boring, but it's just a lot of dry information. So, just to quickly summarize... Previous English monarchs had taken control of the English church from Rome, forming what was then known as the Protestant Church of England. This led to many religious conflicts for a number of years between Catholics and Protestants, with Catholics who were caught practicing, facing fines, imprisonment, torture, and execution. So, not a great time to be a Roman Catholic in England. No. When James I was appointed king, it was the hopes of members of the Catholic faith that the king would convert to Catholicism, as he had been more sympathetic and less likely to execute Catholics. Like, he was more, let's just exile you, get you out of here. Like, I'd just rather not see you anymore. Just, bye. When this did not happen, however, members of the Catholic community looked at regicide to overthrow this tyrant. Oh. Thus, multiple attempts at assassination were carried to get out against King James. That poor man. That he was just handed a shitstorm. He was. He really was. Huh. Okay. Well, and you know that if he, like, accepted the Catholicism, he would have been, like, enemy number one with the Protestants. There, there was no winning there in his no winning. Pr- position luckily there was a lot fewer catholics so like i can understand why he's just like we don't need to fight let's yeah. just get along just don't openly be catholic <laughs> right okay so multiple attempts were made to either kidnap the king or kill him with each attempt the king denounced the catholic church and spoke of wanting a union between the two churches so he was more like okay i get that you guys don't want to be Catholic, but like something's got to give here. Can we all be friends? Yeah, let's just get along. With the knowledge that King James was not going to help the Catholic regain their previous position, a group of group of men led by Robert Catsby formulated the infamous plot to blow up the House of Co- the House of Lords. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. The group of rebels planned for the date to take place on November fifth, sixteen o five which was the state opening of Parliament. 
This would ensure that the House of Lords would be filled with as many people in power affiliated with the Church of England. The group also plotted to kidnap the king's daughter Elizabeth and put her on the throne as a puppet for the Catholics to control. And like they had this plan of who her regent would be and he had no idea that they were concocting this plan. Oh. So like they were just going hard. Jesus. So the plot was in motion. The group gained access to the undercroft located under the House of Lords and filled up the room with gunpowder. Okay. Why? Why is there an accessible room underneath a throne room? Why? They got a bell. They, they, there is just, like, there are so many tunnels and everything all over the place. Like, Edmonton's got so many secret tunnels that I'll get into one day. I know. But, like, if you know you're pissing everybody off, would you not take some Navy precautions to be like, no basements, no attics? Well, the, I mean, the basements and attics were already formed, and I've got to think that there had to be a purpose, probably, that they didn't want to see, like, the serfs and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. how they took mm-hmm. their things around. Yeah. Like, we're rewatching Downton Abbey right now and <laughs> seeing underneath everything. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So the group gained access, filled their room with gunpowder. So Guy Fox would stand guard of the explosive material and was charged with the detonation. When word of the plot reached the king, he ordered a search of the building and surrounding area. It was Guy Fox who was discovered, as well as 36 powder barrels of gunpowder, which would have just completely decimated the House of Lords. Okay. Guy Fox, as well as eight other plotters, were taken into custody and stood trial on January 27th, 1606. And they were all found guilty of high treason. All sentenced to death, uh, the method of which was to be hanged, drawn, and quartered. So I don't know if you know what that means. Like, hanged, dragged by a horse, and then cut in half? Not in half, in quarters. <laughs> but yes, essentially. Um excessive. There was also, um, a few of them were, um, eviscerated, so their insides were made outside. <laughs> yes. But, you gotta think, had reason, they want to discourage that, so they go for the most public, gruesome deaths that they could think of. You know, I think it would be such a weird thought. Sorry, this is, like, my, like, sidetracking here. Um, but, like, if you were charged with high treason about trying to kill an important person... People. There's a lot of people in there. I feel like you should have to die by which you were planning on to killing. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like that would have been, like... Okay. Almost poetic. Okay. But... Oh, no. Take them out to a field somewhere with that much gunpowder. Like, don't destroy an entire building. I feel like that would potentially be too quick for some of these lords, right? Like, being hanged, drawn, and quartered is not a fast process. Wouldn't you die before... No, so what they would do is, like, they'd prevent you from being able to snap your neck, so you'd hang for a bit, they'd cut you down, then you'd get drawn, and then you would be quartered, and you were most likely still alive when it came to the quartering portion of the event. Ew. So, 
Like, I think um, from what I read, only Guy Fox was able to, like, and he, like, aimed to get his neck broken when he jumped. So, okay. Yeah. It's not aggressive. It's not a quick process. It is not an enjoyable experience. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I feel like you should have to live with what you were planning. Okay, but, like, then people that, okay, my assassination attempt is going to be poisoning. Like... Maybe they're poisoned. No, I don't know. Hang-drawn and quartered seemed a little... Seems a little aggressive. But an explosion, where they possibly couldn't identify the bodies afterwards. But they failed. (laughs) Just saying. Method to my madness. Okay. Very much eye for an eye. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, the intended day of the explosion, November the 5th, has since been a day of celebration known as Bonfire Day and Guy Fawkes Day. It's actually also the uh, inspiration for V V for Vendetta. I love that movie. (laughs) I've never seen it. What? No. Oh my god, Courtney. You gotta watch that one. It's so good. I know Jeff has like a book. It's so good. Probably like behind us somewhere. Probably. But yeah, no, you definitely have to watch it. Hmm. So good. Okay. That's like, he's also the inspiration for like the anonymous masks. That's the Guy Fox mask. Mask. Okay. I I didn't. So is V for Vendetta very like liberally based on this event or? Um, so they took the, so spoiler alert, if you haven't watched this movie <laughs> that came out in 2005 or whatever. Um, the main character's aim is to blow up the parliament building, but it's set in the future where it's a totalitarian government. So he's doing this for, like, to liberate. Okay. Right? Um, And it's based on the events that took place on November 5th. Okay. So it's not, like, based on the religion aspect of no, it. No, no. But okay. overthrowing the government. Okay. Yes. Super good movie. Definitely recommend it. I try to watch it every November 5th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. Yes. Okay. You get to see deep into my soul. <laughs> the more we know. Yes. <laughs> okay, what is your next novella? My next one is um, Kuchisake Ona. Okay. All right. So anyone who is familiar with Japanese urban legends knows the infamous, yet popular, Kuchisake Ona. This vengeful ghost appears as a seemingly beautiful woman who roams the streets at night. She wears a face mask and carries a concealed pair of scissors. Oh no. If you are unlucky enough to meet Kuchisake Ona during a solitary stroll, she will ask you if you think she is beautiful. As with Akamato, consider your answer like your life depends on it, because it does. Okay. If you say no, she will immediately murder you with her scissors. Classic. If you say yes, she will remove her face covering and reveal a gaping mouth that has been slit from ear to ear in a haunting smile. Then she will ask again, say no, and you die. But stick with yes, and she will slit your mouth like hers. The only way to escape Kuchisake Ona is to tell her that she looks average. <laughs> I love that. Okay. She's like, you're five. You're average. You're, <laughs> you're eight. 
You've heard that story before. I have heard that story. I didn't know that the way to get out of it, though, was to call her average. I also didn't know that. <laughs> that was news to me, but now we know. I love So if we go to Japan and run into this. Yeah, we're prepared. We're good. We we'll just, this. yeah, I was going to say, we'll just call everybody. Oh, you're average. Yeah. No, but you know, average. Yep. Okay. Okay, where are you at? Okay, so my next novella is my favorite topic. People who try to smuggle stuff but then get caught. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This particular case is especially foul. You'll get it in a second. Is it birds? It sure is. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm sorry. Filled. I love it so much. Okay, so from BBC.com, the headline of this article reads U.S. Airport finds gun stuffed in chicken by traveler. What? The gun stuffed in a chicken by a traveler? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a bad comic movie. An unnamed traveler flying from Hollywood Airport in Fort Lauderdale, Florida was stopped by a TSA after it was discovered that a gun was stuffed inside a raw chicken. Like, a full chicken, like a full raw chicken that's been, like, defeathered and everything was just shoved up the butt you know cavity. You caught is the fact that he had a raw fucking chicken on board. Well, why would you not try to check that, is my question. Why are you bringing it as a carry-on luggage? In Florida, it wasn't iced. Like, that would stink. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many problems with that thought process. Mm-hmm. Like, Sorry, ma'am, let me just look in your purse. Oh, shit, you've got raw chicken. Yeah, no. No. Hard no. pass. Mm-mm. No. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So, although the person was not named, the TSA's Instagram featured a pun-laden post, and I'm just going to read it verbatim because it's amazing. Quote, The plot chickens. <laughs> As we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving, for us, it's a time to be thankful that our officers are always working around the clock to keep you safe. Take, for instance, this. Can you believe it? Find at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. We hate to beak it to you here, but stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. <laughs> This idea wasn't even half-baked. It was raw, greasy, and obviously unsupervised. (laughs) The only roast happening here is this poor packing choice. (laughs) Whether you like it or not, there are rules for traveling with guns and ammunition. So don't wing it. Roost over the proper packaging info through the link below in our bio. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So bringing prohibited items like firearms in carry-on luggage can result in possible jail time as well as fines up to $13,910. Remember, if you wish to legally transport a firearm, look into your local jurisdictions and assume that attempting to smuggle one in any raw meat will get you arrested. <laughs> I, what is the education system? <laughs> I don't know. Like... I'm sorry, you might have been able to actually sneak that gun through. 
But the fact that you stuffed it in a raw chicken, that was your red flag. Well, think of the after. Like, imagine how slimy it would feel. The salmonella possibilities. Like, there's just so much wrong with that method. <laughs> I, I feel like that should be on episodes of Dumb Ways to Die. <laughs> Luckily, nobody died in that I, instance, except for the chicken, but... I know, but, like, what brain cell did you use? <laughs> Their only one. Their only one. They tried it. It that, That's what they came up with. <laughs> you know, if somebody came up to me and was like, I need to stuff a gun in a raw chicken to get it through TSA, I would straight up think they were kidding. <laughs> well, you'd hope they were. Like, yeah. that's right up there with people that try to bring swords on board. Yeah. I think it hurt my brain. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Whether you like it or not. (laughs) What's your last nocturnal novella? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm still reeling from the fact that that actually happened. So, in South African urban legend, there is a legend named Pinky Pinky. Okay. This is a tale of a specter or spirit or monster who lives in the girls' bathrooms at schools. Okay. As the tale goes, if you wear pink, you upset the monster, and he does all manner of foul things to the offending girls, including injuries, murder, and unfortunately rape. Wow. The creature, according to the many sightings back in the early 90s, has one hand that is a paw and the other is a claw. It resembles another African monster called Tokoloshi. Boys are unable to see Pinky Pinky, but there has been instances where boys claim that they have been attacked by it. Hmm. Fortunately, sightings of the pink monster have deceased in have decreased in recent years, but the myth remains. You know what? Why on earth is it always girls' bathrooms? Like, is nothing sacred? Yep. Blue oh. paper, red paper, pinky pinky. No, that's just nothing. not right. You should be able to pee in peace. Like, I agree. Christ. <laughs> and, like, why pink? Well, it's pinky pinky. Obviously, it's offended. I know, but, like, come on. I guess we should just be happy it's not vermilion vermilion. I guess. <laughs> or chartreuse chartreuse. <laughs> Scarlet, Scarlet. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. No bueno. I'm. Oh man. Okay. My last novella is about an unfortunate death caused by an attempted robbery gone wrong. Oh. On well, on Christmas Day, 2015, in Schopenhagen. Germany, a man and two accomplices attempted to rob a condom vending machine. (laughs) The three men attached a homemade bomb to the condom dispenser and took for cover in a car. So, like, this condom dispenser is outside. It's like a pole with, like, the... condom dispenser? Dispenser, yeah. Condom vending machine. Not even, like, a Coke vending machine. No, no, it's a condom one. It's, like, on a pole. They got them, like, on a stick. And there's a little box up top with all of your... Like a tampon one. Yeah, but, you know, for, for condoms. Pro- for condoms, for protected sex. Yes. I, I'm sorry, you didn't have 
the 20 cents. Okay. okay. Well, I don't know if the gold was a condom or if it was the money from the condom vending machine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, either way, I can't see them generating that much of a profit, personally. Not for the effort you took in making a bomb. Right? I would have went for something a little bigger. Like an ATM. Okay, use your bomb on an ATM. Fair enough. Or even, like, a Coke vending machine. I don't know. I'm sure they've got cigarette machines there. Why a condom machine? Maybe to test and see if it works. Maybe. It could have been a test one. And it's outside. Mm -hmm. So... Okay, there might have been more thought process than I gave them credit for. Okay. Okay, unfortunately, a 29-year-old man did not shut the car door fast enough, and a piece of metal from the explosion struck him in the head. Money and condoms were left at the scene of the explosion, as the men fled in the car and took the wounded man to a nearby hospital. The two men told hospital staff that the man had injured himself by falling down the stairs. The hospital staff were suspicious, so they informed the police of the injured man. He later died from his injuries. Police questioned the remaining men, and one of them admitted to the injuries being related to the nearby explosion. And, like I said, their um, motives were not made clear, so... I I like your idea of a test that, that makes it seem like there was more thought put into it. Rather than just vandalism at its finest. Or, like, I really need a condom, bro. (laughs) Okay, but, you know, an axe works just as well. Right? Like, a bomb is aggressive. I... (sighs) Test run. I'm going with test run. I hope it's test run. That would make... I could buy that. That that gives them a little bit more credit. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, yeah, a batter and axe would have gotten you that condom if you really needed it. You could have probably just taken the whole machine. <laughs> just picked up the whole vending machine. It's not like it's very big. No. You could have taken that shit home. <laughs> Cracked it open there. Could you imagine that poor cop that showed up? I was like, are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. Condoms, money, and a bomb? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the beauty of the nocturnal novellas. Yes, there's no structure. No. We're just let to be free-range chickens. Well, luckily there's no gun stuffed inside us. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to our 11th episode of Nocturnal Novellas. Yes, thanks for listening. You'll have to join us next month, last Friday of every month. These come out. Oh, yes. The last Friday of every month these come out, yeah. Yeah, and our next episode is going to be D. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Yes, I'm so excited. So thank you again. Please make sure that you rate and review us and follow us on social media. We would love for anyone to reach out. We would just love to hear from you. Yes, we would. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to C is for Creepy. We put out weekly episodes every Tuesday going through the creepy alphabet. Check out our website at acast.com slash C is for creepy. Or on Facebook at C is for creepy podcast. Or on Instagram at C for creepy podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions, please email us at C for creepy at gmail.com. 
Artwork done by Alexis Daly. Check out her work at lexxa underscore artwork on Instagram. See you next week. Bye.